All righty, are we ready? We are ready. Vince it up. Welcome to Saturday Morning Superstars. Survivor Series. No problems in our future. <laughs> what could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> it's only the main event. Exactly. And we're a week away from it. We are. We are. And we, we still are. think it's going to happen. Ever so close. <laughs> it is uh, November 14th, 1992. I am Dom. And I am Than. And we are channeling this midlife crisis watching late 80s, early 90s professional wrestling on Saturday morning superstars. But next week, Uh-oh. we're going to be Saturday night. Uh oh. You had to like get in your jammy jams and take <laughs> a shower early and then get back into your bed clothes because mom was going to let you watch Saturday night's main event. It was superstars after dark. Superstars after dark. Of course, <laughs> at this point, we're like 17 years old, so probably <laughs> didn't have to worry about the footy pajamas yes, and my shit. My mom but... still wanted me in my jammy jams before yeah, she's like, get in your jammy jams. I'm 17, <laughs> goddammit. I'm going to college in three months. <laughs> Just let me be, mom. What about you, dad? No, dad! What about you? I'm I'm grown up. I'm a grown man. I'm a grown man. I'm watching Repo Man. <laughs> watching Jeremy pivot in his prime. All right, there's no way we're being heard by these people because they got better things to do and have a much broader audience. I was watching some like what culture WrestleMania British oh, yeah, recap I know. show. On... I know the Wrestle WrestleMania. Yep. Yeah. And they're talking about Repo Man not understanding what repo men do. I'm like, you mother. <laughs> You've been biting our shit. Fans <laughs> been talking about that for months. I know. Oh my goodness. Oh, I might have to write a strongly worded comment on their YouTube page. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, who the f are you? We get millions of views a day. Yes, we're reputable. Oh goodness. Well, yes, it is November 14th, 1992, and we are still Saskatchewan Center in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. I was wondering. They sure as hell didn't tell you. Yes, they don't tell you. This show was actually recorded on October 12th, 1992. No, that's horseshit, man. They've been telling me the entire episode that everybody fighting this morning yes has to fight tonight on exactly. saturday night's main event <laughs> what because we start with repo bulldog and they're like mm-hmm. oh, bulldog's got to defend tonight too i don't think he can defeat two people in one day there's no way this happened a month ago no it's not possible well i mean spoiler alert because the the match for saturday night's main event mm-hmm. is recorded on october 27th <laughs> Really? So neither of these happened on November 14th. (laughs) Even Saturday Night's main event isn't current? No, they're two weeks behind. Not knowing the true backstory behind anything, do you think they could not pull the plug on the main event 
like warrior might've been gone for a month, mm -hmm. but they couldn't say a word about it because they had to get the NBC show out with warrior still on it. Mm. And then in the last week they could, they pulled them for the survivor series and threw perfect in knowing that when these shows were originally recorded, that could very well be, I mean, we do very minimal research on the show, but there's no specific date that I've been able to find that warrior actually left. So we don't know what that exact date is that he's like, I'm out. So like October 24th. You could have been mm -hmm. like, I'm out of here. I'm like, shit, we're going to have to keep on promoting this stuff because we got to air the Saturday Night Land event show on the 14th. That's a great possibility. Uh, speaking of giant names in the company, mm -hmm. we launched this show with Repo Man. <laughs> Repo Man. Yes, we get a wide shot of the not-so-Titantron with the big Repo Man on there. And here comes Jeremy Piven yeah. running down the aisle to a lot of booze. He, he's got his duster and his uh, tow rope, and he's coming in like a... a uh, rodeo clown like i think he <laughs> thinks he's a cowboy yep he's about to wrangle that steer he still hasn't figured out the whole concept <laughs> bitch is in his high voice he can't believe it's him and made a man started you can start it like he's, he's way course. up there of course he's got two gears here he's got his regular voice and then he's got his high voice because everything's very exciting at this point yeah repo's uh Running down sneakily. Of course, of course. Not like they have theme music for him, a spotlight, and they're announcing him. You're not sneaking in, dude. No, uh, sorry. Reaper looks slim. He looks good. Like, I've never yeah. seen Smash at this fit. He does look like he's trimmed down a bit. I said he's not shiny and chrome. His, his regular grays. Yeah, he's not yeah, in his, his pay-per-view chrome. His, his away grays. Rule Britannia hits, and out comes Davy Boy. And at 1 minute and 31 seconds, there's mm -hmm. 80s hair, 17-year-old girl. Oh, yeah. There she is. That hair could eat me. <laughs> it was actually a living creature on top yeah, of the Venus flytrap on our head. I thought this was going to be a squash. Yeah, because we've kind of sent Repo off into red tight area with most of his matches. He's become sort of that one level up from a lot of our red tights that we have seen. So you know Repo's going to lose, which, you know, technically kind of makes him a red tight. Yeah, the only people he beats are red tights. He's like Skinner. Yeah, but anybody else he's going to lose to he's there to yeah. put other people over at this point a repo gets an advantage for about 3.2 seconds <laughs> gets in a body block and knocks down davy boy which surprised me because yeah. davy boy is usually doing that like i'm powerful you're weaker look how strong and built i am but davy goes down yep the interesting and fascinating thing knowing that this is smash from demolition because demolition were known as a power tag team yes but you know we're not supposed to know that this is smash so i, I would say it's a credit to repo man because you know as a member of demolition he was able to pull off that i'm big and powerful and i kick your ass and here he plays is the ultimate heel of you know i will do anything i will break any rule to win a match yeah like he doesn't wrestle like smash that's pretty cool how he's a completely different character yes big body slam on the artist formerly known as smash <laughs> down pretty hard yep 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 he's also a very good seller too I would yeah. give it to him. I mean, I, I like Repo Man as a wrestler. I just don't like his gimmick. No. I certainly don't like his gimmick. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, Repo gets the advantage by dropping Davy Boy on his throat on the top rope. Yeah, and... that's a that's a really cool move. Yeah. I like that it one. It's good. It does look good. And and they both sold that well. He, he picks him up like he's going to go for like an inverted atomic drop, but keeps going back over top of him and hence clotheslines Davy boy off the off the rope mr perfect is uh taking the opportunity when the heel character has the advantage to go promote something else like they start promoting saturday night's main event 
while Davy Boy has the disadvantage. Big ass always be closing. A always B B C closing. They now have the Ica Pro banner dead center on the arena's hard cam side. So mm-hmm. every hard cam shot is Ica Pro framed dead center. One of these days, I'm going to do a little research on Ica Pro and like see when their stock was like the highest. Like, was it the early 90s that Ica Pro was? like big because you don't i mean these days and i know this is 30 years ago but you don't hear anything about like like is it even still a thing no i think it was a i thought it was a tiny sports product i think they were trying to do a supplement okay all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna have to go back and do a little research on like pro because you know we talk about it every single week and the only thing that i've really gotten out of it is they have a bad slogan repo is uh actually defeating bulldogs comeback attempts so yeah uh, and I'm w- wondering, like, why is this match so good? And I realized they, they were doing this match the whole summer. Yes. It's probably the same exact match that we never saw. Because yeah, it was this on is the one we couldn't see, right? Yeah, exactly. We didn't see this when we did the blow-off show. This is we it. We never saw this. This was not on Rampage 92. Oh, we, we finally get to see the Bulldog Repo blow-off. Yes. And and it's and it's funny because, you know, they don't mention like they don't mention any of that feud in the summer, whereas the model versus Tatanka, mm-hmm. they brought it all back. Yeah. You know, with the feathers and everything, but they don't mention anything about, you know, the repo man hanging the bulldog over the right. rope with his with his toe line or anything like that. Nope. It's just a match. Yep, just a match. Repo goes off the top rope and just kind of bounces near Davy boy who's standing up it looks terrible i don't know what was supposed to happen there uh, but uh repo don't go off the top rope no no that's that's always a bad move for you yeah it's not a high flyer repo thought he was from the rockers not demolition yeah he's <laughs> confused about what tag team he left well we end the match with a vertical suplex and then the ever-present running power slam from bulldog and they're Pushing, pushing, pushing. What a champion that Bulldog is because he's got to wrestle these two matches in one day. Right. Which happened last month on two different days. (laughs) It actually happened. So the match that we just watched happened over a month ago. Right. And the match that we are going to watch later tonight happened two weeks ago. No, it's the same day. And it's November 14th. (laughs) I said, uh, Davy Boy starts using Repo as a Planet Fitness. Of course, he's got to show off his power moves, man. I love it when Repo loses and Perfect's like, I can't believe it. (laughs) Why did Repo ever had a chance to become an Intercontinental Champion? Dude, have you not been watching for the past like three months? Repo is a glorified red tight at this point, Perfect. Jobber to the stars, Repo man. Yes. It became plain at this point to me that this show did not matter. (laughs) (laughs) It it was all about Saturday night's main event because every chance that they got, they would put their, their little sign up for the main event. They would talk about the main event. This particular show was just one giant commercial for later tonight. Yes. This is doing two things. One Saturday night's main event and the other one, Ica Pro. (laughs) Yeah. They barely even mentioned like Survivor Series on this. It's all about Saturday night's main event. Bulldog has the IC belt and he goes, this belt is like Ica Pro. You got to want it. (laughs) Oh, that's awful. That's great. Thank you. That's great stuff. 
moving units with that one. <laughs> Perfect is already congratulating Sean as the new IC champ because it's not possible for Bulldog to defend his title twice in one day. That's right. Thank you, Green Screen. Vince is also saying that Money Inc. versus the Ultimate Maniacs for the tag team titles will happen. Mm -hmm. uh, at Saturday night's main event and then Bret Hart versus Papa Shango so we will get a blow off to that feud he's like I'll give you one get one <laughs> don't bring any of your shit out I'll wrestle you and then yes. we're done I'm not getting high off your shit <laughs> need to stay focused don't bring it out here I'm having trouble here with the ultimate maniacs okay I, I get the ultimate part but the yeah. ultimate followers are his warriors Ultimate and sure. macho madness it was the madness yeah where are the maniacs coming from that's true the hulkamaniacs that they just have on loan i, mean, <laughs> I guess so you know what that's probably it because they could have gone with ultimate madness but they wanted that little i mean they're already dressing in red and yellow the insignia is even red and yellow right so to have the maniacs in there gives it that little bit more of hulkamania that they just needed without actually having Hulk there. Some so Terry would, dust. Yeah. Yes. He's got to sprinkle, sprinkle his Terry dust on there. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> well, today on Superstars, even though we're pretty deep into the episode already with, I guess that was a title match. Was the title even on the line? Uh, yes, it was. I believe it was. Ooh, repo. You, you blew it. That was it. We have the head shrinkers. Mm -hmm. We get uh, Marty Jannetty. Yeah. In action. What they promote an interview with the disasters, but we get uh, we get some extra there. Oh, and, we do, and we get the uh, nails. So, but you know, that's addition by subtraction, I guess. Right. Sure. We'll, we'll give yeah, you something extra so. with the disasters, but we're gonna take it right back by giving you a nails match. Yeah, uh, and we get the Undertaker's workshop, and that's all they promote for this episode. But we do have uh, even more, and it, it's it's great. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's there's a lot going on here. Meanwhile, I was trying to think. We haven't heard because we we go through these stages of not hearing from specific wrestlers for a while and el matador is nowhere to be found i'm kind of no. sad because i haven't and been able to translate him i was thinking about that too because after last week i wrote this down somewhere in here we've had in the last week or two bam bam bigelow show up with vignettes mm -hmm. marty Janetti return yes. max moon come max out of nowhere moon. doink doink damien demento and yes. the head shrinkers debut so we have and like, yokozuna and yoko i forgot about yeah. yoko yokozuna um, was in there too wow look how little like we haven't seen him he debuted and this is the third week since and we mm -hmm. haven't seen him they don't know what they got there yeah they're gonna learn real fast that yoko's oh, money they certainly are but yeah, yeah, yeah eight new wrestlers and yeah i'm starting to not see some people that we saw earlier yeah matador haven't seen him in a while texas tornado that Cassidy dude who showed up for about a day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, seen him he since. was supposed to be like the new Kerry Von Eric, but yeah. we've seen him once. And also coming in because ABC number three already. Always be closing. We got uh, mm -hmm. WWF magazine with Sean on the cover and a feature oh. of Bob Backlund. Oh, goodness. We get the champions of yesteryear. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody get excited to watch this old man wrestle. <laughs> and it's funny because it, they, they show you clips from before 1978. Like 1978 yeah. is like one of the newest clips they have of this guy. Yeah. Uh, and it's supposed to be 1992. He's about as old as AJ Styles, about mm -hmm. as old as CM Punk. And Hulk Hogan during his heel turn was around 40 to 42, 43. 
Mm-hmm. But Bob Backlund makes 43 look like 94. Yeah. Think about, like, CM Punk. Think about Bob Backlund. Yeah. He looks like a grandfather. Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe they they were playing that up, too, because he's, he's older, but he's going to come back, and he's going to whip these young whippersnappers into shape. Yeah, Flair's the same age, but they're making yeah. such a big deal about, look at this old geezer. I know. Really put him behind the eight ball, like, no hope <laughs> coming in. Also, yeah, he looks dopey. He, he, he looks does. Like, he looks like Opie. He looks like Opie mixed with the Mad Magazine guy. Yes. <laughs> I looked up the magazine, and I always Ooh. like the different articles that they have in there. So some of the articles include Shawn Michaels preparing to wear the gold. <laughs> Bulldog's like, can I can yeah. have, a, can have like, a week? Please. <laughs> you get nothing. Yeah. And like I win <laughs> in front of everybody. Next thing I know, Brett's world champion. And yeah. Sean's already got the belt somehow. Yeah. So I'm preparing to wear the gold. Savage and Ramon, madness and machismo. Okay. I don't know. I don't know where that that one was going, but okay. I and guess then, if they said macho and machismo, it's like yeah. a hat on a hat. Exactly. And then the British Bulldog surveying the foes ready to pound him. Whoa. <laughs> oh, dog pound. Get, it, get, get it. it? Yes. Dog pound, but surveying the foes. Yeah, yeah. Is he like out there with his clipboard? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like scouting everybody. Yeah, two guys. One has that goofy laser thing, and the other one's pointing another one in the same direction. They got flags. <laughs> Putting in a garage. Want to make sure they're not too close to the neighbor. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Vince. Meanwhile, after our lovely little Bob Backlund vignette, is pushing Bob Backlund with his bad Disney music. In the WWF <laughs> magazine. Yeah, we get that lovely, lovely montage there. Bachland is telling us that he loves his family sure. and his fans. Right. But now it's a matter of how successful he can be in today's WWF. Not very. Yeah. I, I like the picture <laughs> from the newspaper where he's like a, an all state whatever. And he's got like these horrible horn rib nerd glasses. There's not a one single second of the thing that points him in a flattering light. Nope, no, no. He's coming in old, he's leaving older. We come back to the head shrinkers with Alpha, mm-hmm. and they are facing some red type royalty here. We've seen these guys before. Jim Powers, of course. Yes. And Jim Powers. And, and fat and bloated. Uh, Marty Jannetty or Bobby St. Laurent again. So they put these guys in in a tag team before and not too long ago. It might have been just last week. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, but we had made the comment that Bob St. Laurent looks like, you know, Marty Jannetty all bloated. Hey, he he trained trained the the AEW champion. Uh uh Uh-huh. (laughs) Uh-huh. He trained Kenny Omega. Yeah. Kenny Omega owes his career to Jannetty. Yeah, I, I don't see it. (laughs) <laughs> I still don't see it. I am so glad he's the one that gets pummeled in these matches. So before yeah. this match started, and I saw that Jimmy Powers is there, mm-hmm. I wrote, will he get a pass? Because even Money Incorporated didn't touch Jimmy Powers. Yeah. Money Incorporated yeah. let Jimmy Powers beat the shit out of them, and then they tagged in. Like I think it was the same dude. Patch and yeah. Eddie to get uh, destroyed. And sure enough, Powers wins his move against Rikishi, mm-hmm. tags in Fat Eddie, and that yeah. was it. 
And that right. was the end no of the No one match. touches Powers. Powers is a made man. Powers Powers is good to go. He doesn't have to do shit. He comes in, he hits a couple of moves, tags out, and then stands there and watches it all crumble. Do you think like a, a new guy who's getting pushed but doesn't know the rules yet and actually like does some offense against Jimmy Powers or uh, B. Brian Blair? <laughs> the guys in the back like, oh shit. Oh, they- <laughs> Oh, he did. He gets he's getting the shit kicked out of him when he's backstage. That's what's did, happening. Did you do you know. offense on Jimmy Powers? <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> You're done. Done. <laughs> You're not coming back. Vince comes in all God <laughs> damn it. Who touched Jim Powers? Don't you know he was part of the young stallions? God yeah, Jesus. Uh, it's like one of those unwritten rules that you learn the hard way. Yeah, you don't know the pecking order around here. Do you? <laughs> I thought he was a red tight. I saw I was supposed to beat him. No, uh, dude, you, you, just just pack now. Just go. Just get out. And that was my five minutes in wrestling, kids. <laughs> I broke uh, the unwritten rule of doing offense against Jimmy Powers, and that yeah. was the career for me. That was it. I like uh, how they call uh, Samu, like Rikishi tags in Samu, and Vince is like, he tags in big Samu. Like Samu's going to be the large guy and not mm-hmm. Rikishi, who's going to be. Oh my God, Rikishi's just going to balloon eventually here. He's the here. small guy in the team. He's, yeah, he's the small guy right now. He's the high flyer. Right. Interesting enough, the head shrinkers, I guess it's to perpetuate the fact that they have very hard heads, but they headbutt each other. Yes. At the beginning of this match. Yes. You know, they always talk about like the Samoans that have the hard heads and you don't like headbutt the Samoans. Cut the doink. OG doink. Matt Bourne doink. Yeah. The OG of doinkness comes down is is actually not in the crowd. He's actually comes down the aisle. Yeah, it comes in from the back. Like he has a dressing room. Yeah. He doesn't come down to the side of the ring. He's just hanging out in the aisle. The last time we saw him, there was a middle staircase right yeah. in the middle of the hard cam so he could be in the staircase and in the hard cam shot but not mm-hmm. in this arena like there's no place for him other than the aisle the whole match they'll show him from time to time just reacting yeah he's got his giant mallet enjoying the match the head shrinkers like to eat their opponents mm-hmm. <laughs> they bite a lot they're very yeah. bitey uh, they can't really call them the cannibals i don't know if that that would go over too well in the early no, 90s but- but yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of instances where the guy's eating Gennetti. Yeah, maybe he's sweet. They face plant for uh, Bobby Gennetti over here. And then yeah, that's off a, the a, top rope. Yeah, it's like a double Russian leg sweep yes. that they do, which does look fairly devastating. Like Because he can't use his own hands to stop him from falling. So you're taking that straight onto the head, if not done correctly. <laughs> right. Fatu, the high flyer, jumps off the top rope while Samu just stands there posing. I don't understand that double. Team. I think it's just more for the look. Yeah, yeah. It's, it looks like he's coming off of his shoulders, but he's not. He's just kind of posing in the corner. We cut the doink, and then Fatu starts literally eating the guy's face. They're hungry. We get a replay of the last two moves, and then on the way out, we see them again on Tron 1.0. The head shrinkers watching the head shrinkers. Watching <laughs> Fatu eat the guy. It's like, hey, that's us. And then he eats him again. So meanwhile, they've got their tiki room music yeah. playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel like the the birds should be coming down. Disembodied Mooney plugs Ica Pro, and uh, we go to an event center hosted by Mean Gene. So I guess he's still on his honeymoon. And guess what they're plugging? Saturday night's main event. All titles up for grabs. Yes, every title is on the line, and it's all about Saturday night's main event. And oh, by the way, Survivor Series is coming too. And uh, promo number one is the uh, the model. 
Yes, we get the model doing his thing. He's got his feathers on. He is taking on Tatanka for the Survivor Series. And this is what we were discussing earlier, where they brought this whole gimmick back from the summer. Let it go for a little while while the model had to model his various trends through August, September, and October. But now that it's November, he's got the feathers back and he's still doing this whole you're an Indian giver thing. And I'm just like, oof, hit the brakes on that one. It was yeah. what it was for the time it was in. We don't get any of those like uh, PC no, disclaimers. Nothing. No, nope. Just just kind of accept it for what it was and what, what the time was. Right. You know? Speaking of which, we have a brutal cop show up next. <laughs> with yes, a Confederate big, flag on his outfit. Big boss man with the Confederate flag on his right shoulder there. And it looks like he had just come from a match. He is so gross and sweaty in this. Like he's got sweat under his eyeballs. Right. It, it looks like he just came from a match and like, boss man, we need you to do this promo against Nails. He's like, <gasps> I just fought Miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So it's, he's way sweaty in this. He's talking about the nightstick on a pole match. And at the end, he's like, I'm going to beat you with this stick. And then I'm thinking, holy crap, this match is a stick on a stick. <laughs> I put a stick on a stick. That's the yes. match. Find this pole and get this stick from this stick. I remember these Bam Bam Bigelow vignettes with him just saying like, Bam Bam, Bam Bam, yeah. Bam Bam, over and over again. Like. He's a Flintstone. I, I didn't have too much for that. I just have Bam Bam yelling his name. Yes. Yelling his name over and over and over again. He's got the bad so. version of his outfit where he has the mostly yellow tights on. Makes him look like a school bus. Yeah. He was in WWF or like in the mid 80s too. Because I remember he was in WrestleMania 4. Yeah, he came and went. Well, we get out of there and we have Iron Mike Sharp. God damn it. Yes. Uh, acting like he's in the mid 70s uh, <laughs> versus Marty Jannetty in his comeback match. This is and, funny because uh, we just held fake Jannetty. Yeah. Now we got real Jannetty. Now we got real Jannetty right after him. And Jannetty's running down as one half of the rockers. Yes. With the old rocker music, which is the exact same music as the Warriors music. Mm -hmm. Except with a different Casio beat behind it. I feel that's what doomed him from the start. Because when Sean kind of left his thing, he kind of left the whole Rockers gimmick behind. Whereas Janetti's coming in and he's doing all, you know, bouncing off the robes, flying high. He's got tassels all over. He's got the music and everything. They should have redone his gimmick. Like he still could have been Marty Janetti, who used to be in the Rockers. But I think at this point, whatever you want to call it, 92, that gimmick was played out. Yeah. They needed something new. Well, yeah, he can't be the rocker. Be. Yeah, exactly. And he never left that gimmick. Like, they always kept on bringing him back as rocker Marty Jannetty. Like, he's a yeah. new rocker. He's he's always in that outfit. Yeah. They should have just left it behind. You didn't see Sean in the same shit. No. He he went on. He found a new gimmick, and he made it work. And I think Jannetty could have done that, too. But the only thing he had going for him was his feud with Shawn Michaels. But right. after that, what do you do with him? Nothing. Put him in yeah. another rocker team. Like yeah, exactly. Which they tried. Iron Mike's hamming it up. He's wrestling like he's from 1956. Yeah. Big meat hook hands. Yeah. Yeah. Just a lot. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm big and, and angry. Yeah. Arr. He's telegraphing every single move. Oh, uh, yeah. Like over acting. He's like uh, acting to row triple Z. When you had movies come out and you needed actors, so you got actors, but they were used to acting on stage and everything had to be overemphasized for the dudes mm -hmm. in the back to see anything. And Dells realized there's a camera 
and it'll pick up subtlety. There's no subtlety to Iron Mike Sharp. He's the worst yeah. of the famous red tights. Yeah. There's one move that I think it was like an arm drag or something that Janetti brings him over and he just keeps rolling and rolling into the corner. He's trying to make it look like he's falling out of the ring, but he just pulls himself out. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> who he thinks he is. Yeah. He's acting like he's the king of Memphis, like trying to be Lawler, but it's the worst. I yeah. hate Iron Mike Sharp. I really hate yeah. Mike Pop rope head punch is Janetti's finisher now, which I guess is what he used to do with Sean, but together. I don't see how that can have the same impact as a double, but people have short memories, I guess. So it looks good enough that they can use it. One of the amazing things is Janetti actually pulls off a monkey flip. I've never seen it successfully done. Yeah. We got a picture in picture of Janetti himself. Telling Sean that he works for what he gets and he wants to kick his butt. Okay. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't a great promo but at least he had a viable feud that's the only thing that that kept him going if they if he was just coming back with no feud this wouldn't have gone anywhere yeah i was actually looking forward to seeing that match from the pages of wwf magazine brought to you by every coliseum video ever (laughs) with lord alfred hayes yes his lordship is back yes in his fancy fancy jacket Oh my goodness, that is a ton of VHS videos. With, of course, Hulk on the big display. Can't let go of him. (laughs) Cannot. This reminded me of something, because he says in three weeks, Hart has uh, defended the championship more than anybody ever in the history of ever. Bret Hart is the most fighting champion of all yes. time. He's had the belt for like 18 days and apparently has defended it more than Bruno San Martino. Yes. <laughs> no champion has put his title on the line so much. No. But it got me thinking about the Head Shrinkers match. Vince is saying, and the Head Shrinkers are undefeated. They've had two matches. <laughs> two whole matches. Ever. Yeah. Probably all on this show taping. Yeah. Yeah, they're undefeated twice. We get a short replay of a Brett match against some dude that we haven't Berserker. seen for months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Berserker. We haven't talked about the Berserker for quite a while. He's kind of subjugated to red tightism he is. Uh, lately. He's on the Skinner list. Yeah, he's going down there because his feud with Undertaker is over. So, what I liked about the Berserker match that they showed us, we saw the five moves of Doom, all of them. Every single one. Inverted atomic drop, the flying clothesline, the back neck breaker, the back breaker, and the second rope mm-hmm. elbow drop. Yep. And then we get the sharpshooter, all five moves of Doom. Yeah. Uh, did you see doing the sharpshooter, the Norwegian screw job? <laughs> the Norwegian screw job. Yes. So, five moves of Doom. And yes. Hart has a berserker in the sharpshooter and the ref okay. goes down and asks the berserker if he gives up and the berserker is shaking his head. No. Uh Oh, and then the ref goes to call for the bell. So I'm thinking he's going, no, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. But as he gets up and starts walking away from the berserker, he's on his feet towards the bell guy. The berserker starts nodding. Yes. He gives up after the ref calls oh. for the bell. <laughs> the Norwegian screw job. The, the ref knew all along. <laughs> he did. He was calling for the bell before he actually gave up. Oh, wow. Brett can't wrestle in Norway anymore. He gets booed out of the building every single uh, time. Of course. Even this day. 30 years ago, you, you fucking berserker. <laughs> Stay <laughs> off our feud. <laughs> oh, it's great. Yes. His lordship promotes uh, Side Night's Night main event with the Shango title match. And mm-hmm. if, and this is a big if. Big if. If after facing the Berserker and then Papa Kama the Good Godfather, if 
Brett can pass those two challenges, then Brett must face <laughs> none other than Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. So I'm thinking like old school, like Mike Tyson, Nintendo, you know, yeah, you work video your way up game. to the boss. You work your way up to the boss and you find out it's Virgil. <laughs> yeah. Brett's like, I got nothing to worry about. <laughs> no problems here. No problems here. I've been champion forever. Yeah. Yes. If, if this is the pecking order right now. I love this. The setup was great. Lord Alfred Hayes is like, God, he's gotten the belt and he never stops defending it. And because <laughs> of the opponents, Shango, yeah. Berserker, yeah. Virgil, Virgil, real threats yeah. to the title going on here. And after Virgil, it's Iron Mike Sharp. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> He's such a fighting champion. Could you imagine Hart gets to the, the arena and Vince is like, hey, pal, we're going to swerve him tonight. <laughs> we're going to put the title on Iron Mike Sharp. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> and Mike Sharp's in the back. Ah, I knew it all along. Ah. <laughs> Brett's like, God damn it. Oh, my goodness. Brett's just like, that's fine, man. Just don't put me against Jim Powers because I can't touch that dude. We get Virgil's promo. Actually, not too bad for Verge. Yeah, he did. He he did what he could. At least mm -hmm. he had like a formidable opponent to promo against, and he's not just you know thanking all the fans and he's not you know, quoting MC Hammer. Yes, he's uh, he's not saying arrest me. <laughs> he's not talking about the streets. He's no. he's, he's cutting a good promo. Yeah. Nails is next. Just in case you didn't want to come back after commercial. <laughs> Yeah, so he is fighting Ken Johnson, who we have seen before. He had two names, not a lot of matches. It was like Ken Johnson and Kenny Johnson or something like that. But you know how we have, uh, you know, fan translates Tataka and stuff. Okay, yeah. I have transcribed Ooh. the entire move for move <laughs> nails match. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Are, are there a lot of chokes? You want to do an over-under on the choke? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can only imagine. Here's the match. Every move. Okay. Choke. All right. Choke. Okay. Yes. Toss the ground. Toss the corner. Kick. Choke with foot. Choke <laughs> with hands. Audience, very, very quiet. Yes. Leapfrog by nails, uh, which I wrote, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Does a leapfrog. That's an actual wrestling kind of move. Then a clothesline. And then yep. we get picture in picture of WWF magazine with a nails article. Yeah. Choke. Yeah. Choke sleeper. <laughs> Ken out. Audience <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. Cut to doink. <laughs> Nail throws Johnson out of ring with nightstick. Vince. Yeah. Nails is mean. Uh, do you think? And scene. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's masterful work there. <laughs> yes after that match we see doink and now he's up in the uh the bleachers does he buy so a he ticket getting around to the audience i don't know he's Where's security he's, he's playing to the crowd you know yeah, yeah i mean that was the thing with doink because you didn't know what to do with him are you supposed to think he's dumb and boo him think he's mm -hmm. evil and boo him or think he's a lovable clown and he's there for the kids he's like the philly fanatic like yeah. what what's his deal 
I don't think anybody knows what to make of them right now because they haven't heard him say anything. Nobody, none of the wrestlers have acknowledged him, but he's just kind of there. Well, we get that. And another ad for Saturday night's main event airs. Guess what it is, Dom. Guess what it is. It's tonight. (laughs) So I see like their logo come up. I'm like, all right, cool. More promos. And just like this slap on graphic that says tonight that's it yeah just in case it's saturday night's main event this show sucks watch tonight (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be much better we promise when is it again tonight it's saturday night's main event when else could it be on sunday yeah that'd be a different day that would be wow this is nose going in two directions there's back uh, out to interview people. Who is this guy? Uh, Joey Blevins. He is out to welcome the natural disasters. The world's worst. This dude can't hold the microphone. No. And I'm guessing that, you know, Gene was not in Canada, but they needed somebody to do in arena promos. So they called upon Joey Blevins. This isn't from this show. No. This has to be from Challenge because they got the neon walkway, yeah. the, the neon transom. That's not a superstars prop. No, that's the challenge prop. Oh, yeah. So yeah, they're on the challenge set. Oh, interesting. Mm. They got the primetime sign in the back, too. So you don't know what's going on. <laughs> what show <laughs> are, are we watching? What show is this? <laughs> the the interview the disasters, and then he calls out the nasty boys. We get a we get a bonus. We get plussed up. Oh, yeah. We get two very good promos from all these guys. Everybody gets their two seconds to say a few things here. And they, of course, are facing the Beverly Brothers and Money, Inc. at Survivor Series. So they each take their stabs at their opponents. And the Nasty Boys are also calling out Jimmy Hart, making references to Survivor Series being thanksgiving eve jimmy hart is going to be a dessert i forgot that like most of these guys were one time managed by jimmy hart and now they're they all got screwed by Hart. so that, oh, like, yeah. that that's like they're the thing that ties them all together all this time we've been saying jimmy hart just because that's 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 the because, because. <laughs> now we know. yes we have reasons. Yes. Quake and uh, Typhoon are being very specific. Quake calls out Blake. It's not like our team versus your team. Like, he hates Blake. <laughs> and Typhoon's like, yeah. And Bo? Yeah. Fuck you, too. <laughs> like, 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 they both, they both have individual Beverly's that they're pissed at. Yeah. You know yeah. what's not so great? Baby face nasty voice. <laughs> yeah, I was, I had on here um, that Nobs loses his train of thought with a generic baby face promo. Yeah, they don't know what to do. He just wasn't sure. Like all of a sudden they've had to make this 180 turn and become baby faces. And I don't think their promos should have been necessarily any different from what they were doing before. That's the thing. But yeah, they're, take they're the trying bad to guys to nasty up. boy. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to take you, I guess I can't take you to Nastyville. Yeah, you can still take him to Nastyville. Uh, We'll take you to the carnival. Where do you want to go? Do you want some ice? I'll take take you to to the candy shop. You want some ice cream? (laughs) (laughs) They don't know how to be good. I'll let you lick the lollipop. Whoa. (laughs) And they're heels again. I think that's that's (laughs) the song. In the worst way. Yes, exactly. Nails is like, holy shit. Nails <laughs> is calling the boss man for them. Like, you better arrest these guys. <laughs> weird shit happening. Something going on there. Yeah. There's a fucking clown running around, too. <laughs> Where's all band. this law and order we heard about? Where's Slaughter? 
Can't think denied here. It's worse than it's ever been. Yeah. And hilariously, right after that, there's a Survivor Series report with Mean Gene going, Survivor Series will be all family entertainment. Grandma will love it. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> yep. These, so make your travel plans now. Because yeah, I, no one's going. Know. Where is it? Ohio? Like, yeah. No. Who's <laughs> going there? I've been there. <laughs> yeah. No. You go to Ohio because of obligation. You don't go to Ohio <laughs> for any other reason. I will get it on pay-per-view before I travel to Ohio. I might not get it on pay-per-view because it's from Ohio. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to get it, but I'm going to pretend it's in a different state. That's right. There better be Buckeyes. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Still promoting the same main event for, I guess, the final time. Yeah, this will be the final time. As, as you noted a couple of weeks ago with the thumbnails, you can tell by the next thumbnail Shit's changing. <laughs> yeah, the best. Promo from Perfect Flair Ramon. Ramon, the something of the something. What does Ramon call himself? I couldn't so he's, get uh, he's saying that your time is running out because he calls Ric Flair the ring general. Right. And he is the jefe. Okay. The jefe, jefe is uh, Spanish, I believe, for boss. Okay. Like, you're the you're the big boss. Guy. Gotcha. So he's jefe. All right. I thought he said so, he was something from something else. You got to come out of your gear? Oh, it says foreign and language. Show us what you got. All right. He's he's gonna come out of his gear. That's I thought that was that was quite an interesting one. Yeah, Nails is like, like boss man. They, just, they come to the ring, they start stripping down. It's like, wait, ho, ho, ho. We, we, we have our differences, but you got you gotta get in there. Boss man, get out of here. <laughs> so call the cops. Which is funny because if anybody's gonna show something, it's gonna be flair. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he has no problem, apparently. Yeah, he's got problems uh, now. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. We got the promo from Warrior and Macho. Yeah. Warrior and Macho. And Warrior says, you have the bondage of the ultimate maniacs. All right. So I have it here. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I have the whole thing here because I figured this is this has got to be the last one. Yeah, you this might get one, one going into the matches side of made event, but there are not a lot of, of lines to this one, but there were certainly a lot of lines backstage before this one. <laughs> <laughs> because these guys are so high. Ultimate Warrior just does not know where he is. He keeps on slipping thing. into the Undertaker's voice, too. Yeah. He's been doing that yeah. for a couple of weeks. He's not quite sure. Uh, and they, they, you can also tell because when they're not speaking, they they're looking away from the camera, like just don't look at me right now because yeah. I'm I'm so messed up. So anyway, <laughs> so it's Ultimate Warrior says, "Take a good look, Razor Ramon and Nature Boy Ric Flair, for what you see across the back of this Macho Man and across <laughs> the face." Of this one, the ultimate warrior is the bondage of the ultimate maniacs. Nails is like, dude, get in there. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little kid show. You can someone save the children. No sleep, no food, no nothing, just maniacism. <laughs> 
And for the final time, I was like, yes, I'm glad he said this. Oh. As a skeleton, <laughs> we, will, we still walk as ultimate maniacs. Of Therefore, course he's a skeleton. He and just then, said then, he's not eating. He's not drinking. <laughs> and, and then he pulls a Hulk Hogan. He's like, therefore, what are you going to do? Bury us now? <laughs> he, steals, he steals two guys' gimmicks simultaneously. He's like, Hogan and Undertaker like, yo! <laughs> Get off our shit, man. I mean, it gets real ridiculous when people trying to bite your style. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then we get our, our, our promo from, from Randy Savage at the end of this because I had to finish it out because they were both coked up for this whole thing. So it gets to a point where it really doesn't matter. You guys don't really know us like you think that you do. Riding on the edge of a lightning bolt. Yeah, we are. (laughs) We are the ultimate maniacs and we are ultimate survivors. We are not planning ahead. Welcome to the big time because we're already here and we ain't going nowhere. You dig what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Come bring it to us and we'll bring it to you all the way down. Dig it. What the hell was he talking about? I don't know, but he can barely get the last lines out because Warrior refuses not to have like the last part of the promo because he's oh trying to he's stepping all over it. And it yeah. just seems like they tried to like do a close up of, of uh, Savage and Warrior's yeah. having none of it. He's like getting into his shot. Oh my God. No, no. Team, two shot. Put in two. No singles. We get a promo for the Nightstick match, the eight man mm-hmm. tag, and Hitman versus Sean for the WWF championship, which they are doing more and more pushing that as the bigger match than the Flair Savage match. Mm-hmm. They keep on uh, having Hitman and Sean be bigger and bigger. gift that keeps on giving oh here he comes red tight <laughs> steve gillespie versus kamala what's up with steve we have seen steve before one of the things we i noted last time was he just actually unfortunately passed away oh that's right january 18th of 2020 uh he was a canadian professional wrestler better known under the ring name of dr hannibal that's right yes this, this guy's dr hannibal yeah no yeah in yeah. the audience remember the beach towels being a thing yeah i noticed something else that re- like threw me right back into 1992 giant oversized t-shirts with a huge graphic uh, of the wrestler on it and yeah. they have a black and white undertaker and the only thing in color is red eyeballs on this okay. gigantic yeah, t-shirt I could, yeah i could i could see myself wearing that shirt I, I remember that merch. They also had these fake Oakleys that mm-hmm. were supposed to be Macho Man glasses, although he never wore anything that looked like it. No. Like, he actually wore real gargoyles, like the Terminator glasses from the original movie. Yeah. But with all taped up and when he was the, the Macho yeah, King. The, yeah. Never yeah. like these fake Oakleys they were selling as Macho Man glasses. Yes. He was the Macho gimmick by the time he left. <laughs> he was like... He's all gimmicks. Screamers and yeah. cowboy outfits. And yeah. Just wear your red tights that say Macho Man on the back of them. That's right. Bring That's out, all you need. Bring, stars. bring Elizabeth back. Shorts and stars. Kamala comes out with a great Kamala match. The ref tries to get in there and like tell Kamala to stop doing something. And Kamala just looks at him confused. 
<laughs> and starts talking to him by like tapping his his, his tummy. It's like <laughs> <laughs> the ref's like, I guess. That's, I don't know. <laughs> that's how he communicates. Yeah. 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 He's like, look at the moon. Look at the moon <laughs> on my belly. Here's the belly. Here's the stars. Kamala has some great non wrestling. They're gonna say that they're gonna have a funeral parlor segment on Saturday Night's main event, and I really miss that. Mm-hmm. I miss that in general. I really wish they'd bring back the if you're going to have the interview segment, have a real set off of the, uh, the ring. Like yeah. Like a barbershop or a funeral parlor oh, or yeah. whatever the Father Love's thing was. Yeah, I miss those. A separate set. It's special. Not the ring with a, a chair in it. They're promoting, I guess it was, was it for a Survivor Series where you could, I think it was like call... Yes. Or get a call, a wrestler, if you like, you know, called in and, and left her your name or something, you would get a call from a wrestler. It's just talking about, could you imagine getting a call from Kamala? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I would adore a call from Kamala. <laughs> oh my God. My mom <laughs> be would be there so with my, my old tape recorder on the other side trying to get it. <laughs> Because you had, you had to like literally beg your parents to call one of those numbers because oh, they were yeah. like so anal retentive with the phone bills back then. Be like, yeah. well, what was this number? What'd you call for a dollar? Yeah, it, it, you'd have to beg them. Can I please call the nine hundred number for WrestleMania? Ah, oh, Jesus, fine, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted. Three bucks for that. Well, he's speaking Ugandanese. <laughs> no, you're not, and that's racist. Oh. <laughs> God, Kamala with some great uh, non-wrestling wrestling. He picks up uh, poor Dr. Hannibal and drapes him midriff onto the top rope like he cuts yeah. him in half with it. Oh, yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. Fatality. Steve does a, a very good job of selling just being dead weight for Kamala. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's really great being being useless. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's like, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a chew toy for him. Yeah. The splash with the upside down pin is the greatest of all time. And oh, Kamala has yeah. some great ones. You cannot he, beat it. He even tries to do like, uh, he, when he has him upside down with the pin, he pulls his legs up, but then he crosses them. So yeah. He's like doing like a little wrestling move with his legs yeah. while he's trying to pin him. He knows. I, 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 he's done. I grab his yeah. legs. And the rest yeah. look at him like, no, this isn't it. And no. Kimchi's telling the roll. Yeah. And of course he rolls him twice. So he's still mm-hmm. on his, t- his stomach. He's <laughs> still on his stomach. Back again. And this is the best. The ref just wants out because mm-hmm. he won two. And on two, Kamala actually gets off the dude yeah. to grab his feet. So three comes down and he finally grabs the legs after three. He hooks the leg <laughs> after three and just holds it there. And he's looking at kimchi like, am I doing this right at all? Is this good? Am I, do- am I doing it good? <laughs> Kim, she starts patting, patting him on the head. Of course. <laughs> How can you gotta... move this guy? No, that's what Kimchi does. <laughs> I'm not rooting for the Undertaker. Yeah. The ref's just like, let's just get out of here before you actually kill this dude. <laughs> I'm so convinced. Yeah. I know this yeah. dude just goes in there. It's like, pretty good match. I'm going to have a beer. But <laughs> he's so committed to this gimmick. Oh, yeah. And it's so great. Yeah. I love Kamala. Yeah. Yep, it was a great gimmick. And you know, it wouldn't be a gimmick that lasted, but while it did, it was awesome. Kamala, if you're out there <laughs> and you know, and you feel like you you just weren't appreciated. Oh, this, this show, show loves appreciates you. you. This show 
absolutely loves Kamala. <laughs> Kamala, you are the man. Yes. We're in the Undertaker's workshop. I don't know mm-hmm. what the hell he's doing. He's hammering iron for a wooden casket. Well, he's putting the finishing touches. Like what? The casket. It could be the, you know, it could be the the hinges. It oh, could that's be, true. Could be the latch. It could be the, you know, maybe this is a locked casket because you don't want, you know, dead people getting out. I see, yeah. like Undertaker with one of those crickets, and he's making like. <laughs> He's over there with the lathe. (laughs) Yeah, here. I want him like a lamp. (laughs) I want him crocheting shit. (laughs) Like I want to see the Undertaker go through a Michaels and just like pick up articles, like flower arranging with the Undertaker, slowly going down with his shopping cart. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get his coupon Um, because there's always a fifty percent off (laughs) at an AC Moore's. There certainly is. Yeah. Yes, he's in, the, he's in the aisle there at the end. Oh, look, mints. <laughs> Crafting with mints. Mark Calloway. <laughs> That's the show I want to see. But instead, we get the event center for one final time. Yes, we do. We get the event center with Gene and a few more promos for Survivor Series and for Saturday Night's main event. And we just keep getting these. These keep coming in like, you know, like Pez Candy. Uh, <laughs> Tatanka promo. Number like 334. Right. Um, and this is his one against uh, Rick Martell for the Survivor Series. So here we go. My pontification mm-hmm. of Tatanka. Survivor Series. Rick, the model Martell. You keep boasting about that I gave my eagle feathers to you. Instead, you stole them from me. My greatest symbol of my Native American heritage. Well, Rick Martell, the time is coming at Survivor Series for you to pay for everything that you have done against me and my people and my little braves and all the great chiefs and the great. He's got to put them in there. It's like you got to get. You got to put these guys in the promo, otherwise they're going to cut you off. Okay. Yeah. So, and the great spirit have given me the power to take my revenge on you. So it's time for you to pay up, Martell. Survivor Series. You will see that I will take back what is rightfully mine, Martell. And you will no longer be fashionable with my eagle feathers. He's in a groove because he's done this promo for like eight months now. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same bit. But I just hate the pontification. Yes. And the cadence yeah. of it. And the, yeah. Yeah. It's awful. Talk, talk like you're mystic. Yeah. We get no managers for the Money Incorporated and Beverly Brothers promo. Yeah. No Fredo Macho and no uh, Jimmy Hart just because. No, we're manager. I guess they figured because these guys can actually talk. Yeah. Jimmy Hart. You know what? I, I don't think anyone needs me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I am just because. Maybe I'm just because. Poor IRS <laughs> kind of like shits on the Beverly's. Because yeah. Beverly's do their promo about how, you know, they're 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 awesome and they're gonna win. Mm-hmm. And IRS goes, Yeah, you know what? You're losers and we're champions. <laughs> and then he looks back at the Beverly's and he's like, um, and winners. <laughs> I guess not everybody here is a champion, but uh, they're cool too. Yeah, yeah. These guys uh, will work together because we'll we're t- all on the same page. And uh, these guys do their taxes. <laughs> Ted's like, we got all the money. And then he looks back at the Beverly's and the Beverly's like, sure. We, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, can, we got money. Yeah, us too, I guess. Beverly Hills. Look at these tapes. Yeah, yeah, we got money. Yeah, yeah. 
expensive. Stars and moons. Yeah. We're, the, we're rich, shit, I guess. They're good stuff. I, I don't know. They never really flushed out this this thing. What are we? Are we magicians? What the hell are we? Smash at least knows he's supposed to be stealing cars. Why am I in this cape? What the hell? <laughs> That'd be great if they had like this make it conflict of character going on right now. The Beverly Hills are like, who are we? <laughs> like, you're right. We're not That's... champions. Are we rich? Why are we rest like this? Why did they put us in these f- outfits? We're the Beverly Brothers. Are we Beverly Hills? Are we supposed to be rich people? Are we supposed to be magicians? Am I Ric Flair? What am I wearing here? Where's my damn tiger? He doesn't look a goddamn thing like me, but we're brothers. He's got a mustache. I don't know what's going on. Uh, (laughs) uh, I don't know who I am anymore. (laughs) They just melt down. Yeah. Therapy. (laughs) And that closes it. Did you like the episode? That's the end of the episode. Um, There were portions of this that, that I appreciated, but I just felt like there was, it was a lot of filler uh, in order to promote main event for later tonight and to provoke, uh, Survivor Series, more so main event than Survivor Series this week. I'm starting to realize when we get to week three or four of a place, mm-hmm. it doesn't really make sense anymore. You're no. just trying to get through the end of the tapings. And then when we get to a new arena, it kind of like spices back up. Yeah. Uh, especially when you have all this crisscrossing and title changing that are happening in the past future, like yeah. titles change, but you still have these tapings to get through. Warriors gone, but you still have the typings to get through. Like you end up having these nothing matches with mm-hmm. a lot of story filler by Vince and Perfect on the green screen, trying to fill in the blanks of what we're not seeing. Yeah. Um, but this is probably a decent version of that. I think the Kamala match and the Davy Boy thing kind of saved it from being a complete waste. Like yeah. just like a slog. I think that's kind of why why these things go for so long, as we found out ourselves. So they can, you know, they just, they keep running these matches and they keep bringing out a lot of the same wrestlers and a lot of the same red tights too, just so they can have all this footage uh, to hopefully play around with if, you know, things go one way or the other. So they'll they'll do a couple of, of matches with name versus name and then they'll just throw, you know, red tight after red tight after red tight in there so they can use this stuff for the next four weeks while other shit's going on. Yeah. My red tight of the night, yeah. the berserker. Oh, look at <laughs> for that. Ta- for taking all five moves of doom. Yeah. Look at him. Good for you. Uh, my red tight was Steve Gillespie just for being the ultimate dead weight for Kamala. <laughs> he was very good at doing nothing. At doing <laughs> absolutely nothing. He made... He made nothing look good. He did. Uh, yeah. My match of the night has to be Kamala, but uh, for a real actual match match, Repo yeah. versus Dog, they had all summer to work it out. Yeah, that was my match of the night as well because, you know, there was a good back and forth there. And and as I said at the very beginning of this, as much as I hate Repo's gimmick, he's a good wrestler. So Yeah, man. So. Next week, we if he survives, <laughs> that next fan event, we'll have uh, Virgil spoiler, versus he Brett. survives. <laughs> <laughs> Further spoiler, Virgil never becomes world champion. Yeah, I, I don't think this is going to go anywhere. But, you know, hey, one can always hope. And we get one more promo of what's going to be next week's show over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday night's main event. We'll be covering that next week. Well, actually, yeah. in two weeks. It goes around the two week schedule now. 
Yeah. But from apparently the same night, but definitely not because it's a week, a month later. Yes, it was actually recorded two weeks before this. So by the time it airs, it'll be three weeks before this. So, yeah. Right. (laughs) So the same night, but not a week apart from a month ago. It'll be the past in the future. (laughs) Yes. The past in the future. Continually time shift 1992. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a it's a wonderful time to be alive, Dom. Several times to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sayonara Undertaker. Sayonara Undertaker and Shawn Michaels has left the building. <laughs>